speak to them, call them by their name, call them in, ask them to come and sit with you. Um, there's a, a whole lot of different ways that we can connect to them. But most importantly, it's understanding that they really are here. And once we start to understand their connection and why they're here and, and ways in which they work for us and through us, then it just strengthens, strengthens the connection even, even more further, even more deeply. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you are in the world right now. Our guest today is Rachel Burns. She is a dragon master and keeper of the codes. Rachel remembers that we are all pure God consciousness in physical form. We create our experiences and those people that challenge us are our masters and our teachers. Rachel is the principal of Dharma. This is her story and this is her passion. Rachel, welcome to Passion Harvest. Thanks, Louisa. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'd love to get started for the audience and for me. I'm so excited to talk to you. What are dragons? Hmm. Dragons are a beautiful energy that... Uh, have really come to us at this time and for the last couple of years now uh, there was a portal open around 2015-2016 which coincided actually with um, an influx of quite dense and dark energy that was introduced into Earth's atmosphere or Earth's energy um, and our dragons are really coming through since that time and now uh, with quite uh, direct intent and that intent is to help us learn how to move between dimensions. We're in the middle of a uh, double dimensional shift at the moment. We're going from 3D to 5D. Uh, and dragons are really quite amazingly inept at, sorry, adept, adept, adapt at um, moving between dimensions. And so they, their bigger overarching message for us is, is teaching us exactly how to energetically move from one dimension to another, what it is that it takes to do that, what it is that we need to do, um, and they play a really pivotal role in helping us do that. Uh, there was a time that dragons actually existed physically. Um, around the turn of the 6th century, uh, dragons were actually very much in the physical, uh, but they were annihilated. They were seen... Uh, quite wrongly, as an uh, an animal to be feared. And yes, to be feared in one way because they really teach about empowerment. And so with the influx or the the um, the, the Christian, Christian church, the Catholic church becoming so much more um, popular, having dragons around wasn't so great for them. <laughs> and so uh, there was a huge culling that took place of dragons. Um, and they retreated. They ended up retreating and going back into their dimension uh, and appear to us now just energetically and come forth with, it, with their energy. So their energy is really very bold and very powerful. It's amazingly strong um, and very loving and supportive and very noble. But they're really sort of... They don't like to muck around when there's business to be done. They like to get in, do what it is that we need to do, and then get out. But then after that, of course, they're quite playful, and so they love for us to have fun, to be in, in, uh, in contact with our inner child, in touch with our inner child, um, to be working with children. They come through a lot for children, especially children who have had a lot of trauma 
uh, and um, really protecting them and showing them the way, showing them how they can be empowered, showing us all how we can ground our magic into the physical realm. Um, and because it's our magic now that's going to turn things around for Earth, it's going to turn things around for humanity, um, and that's going to be able to uh, enable us to move into that those higher dimensions, which is where we're headed. Gosh, so many questions after that. But uh, you are a dragon master and keeper of the codes. What what does this mean? Uh, a dragon master means that I've worked with dragons for many lifetimes, uh, in past lifetimes, uh, and that I've come to master the energy of working with them uh, and being able to summons them, command them, uh, bring forth their energy and bring forth their magic into the physical realm. Uh, and so part of being a dragon master is mastering the elements. Anybody who's working with dragons will want to be working with the elements because each um, element is uh, represented by a particular dragon. There's earth, there's earth, fire, water and air. And as I'm working uh, with dragons, I'll call in different dragons in order to uh, create a certain thing or, you know, if I want to move energy or transmute it, I'll call in a fire dragon. If I want to clear energy, I'll call in the air dragon. If I want to cleanse energy, I'll call in the water dragon. If I want to ground energy, I'll call in the earth dragon. And so each of them has pivotal roles and uh, different um, energies that they work with within the elements that will help us to bring about a certain um, end result. A Keeper of the Codes, uh, it came to me some years ago, actually, that I'm a code keeper. Uh, and of these, of course, the codes that I speak of are light codes. And so light codes are really very powerful tools that have been um, brought back to us through people like me. But they're out, I mean, they're out there in the energy. They're out, I can see them on the sun's rays. I can see them skipping across the water. Um, but they're really powerful tools to assist us with activating or healing and with ascension um, that otherwise we may not have access to. So again, there was a portal opened in 2015, 2016. It was quite a pivotal year, those two years, uh, where things, energetic tools uh, that weren't available to us beforehand then became available to us uh, in order to move us along in our ascension path. Um, and light codes is one of them, and light language and light movement. You know, you can see people doing particular hand movements and gestures um, and moving their body in particular ways that will bring forth those codes because, you know, movement is a, is a, form, of, um, is a form of energetic delivery, if you will. Um, and so they're a combination of multidimensional light, sound and vibration that all comes together to form information uh, that's captured and laid in physical form. So when I'm writing or drawing light codes, uh, I actually see a light code or I'll see it's energy. It's a, it's a form of energy uh, that will bring a heightened level of light into my energetic field if I'm working with a particular light code. So I'll see the energy um, and it comes through to me in layers and so I'll lay, usually three layers. So I'll lay the first layer, so I'll draw that first layer and then once that's been laid, um, I'll draw the second and the third layer. But it actually sits in my energetic field uh, until I've released them. And so if I'm not onto it and constantly releasing them and grounding these codes, my energetic field becomes quite full and quite busy. And it gets to the point where I have to release these. I have to actually create these codes in the physical by drawing them so that I can ground them. 
Um, they hold an energetic frequency and an ancient wisdom so great that it's beyond our spoken language um, and understanding. And this is really a great gift that's brought through with light language and light codes is that it really enables us to start working with the heart brain instead of the head brain. So we're getting out of the thinking mind and we're getting into the heart mind. We're getting out of the thinking mind and we're getting into the feeling mind. And it's through feeling and the knowing that we reconnect back to our true spirit and that we can grow that power within ourselves to be able to interact in that way, to receive information in that way. And of course, all of that, that comes together to help us with our ascension path. Um, they really encourage us to expand our consciousness and awareness um, far beyond what we feel, what we see physically and what we think linearly. Uh, because we receive the information through a combination of dots and lines and symbols um, that again brings through that, that higher frequency of light into the energetic field. And as that higher frequency of light comes into the energetic field, we have uh, an energetic entrainment that, that takes place. It's, it's where the energy will either rise to meet one level or it will lower to meet another level depending on which frequency is, is the strongest. Um, and so the energetic entrainment will take place where our energetic field then rises to meet the energy that's held within the light codes um, and, and meets it where it's at. And of course, in that process, there's a whole lot of clearing, there's a whole lot of falling away um, uh, and, a, and a real rise in consciousness that takes place as a result of those, those light codes and light language. Oh my gosh, this is just absolutely fascinating. And, and we tend to think of in our humanist light codes, they come in words so we can understand that, but it's nothing, as you said, it, it's symbols or images. And then you interpret what their meaning as well, aside from raising your frequency. Yeah, so it's not so much about thinking what the meaning is. It's not as though they're, they're directly, um, oh, I can't think of the word. It's not as though we can directly have word for word you know, what this dot means or what this line means or what this square means. It's a whole combination of energy that's in that's introduced into the energetic field. Um, and it's about feeling, it's about intuiting the messages rather than thinking, oh, okay, this dot means that and that, that word means that, and, you know, having um, a key, if you will, for the different symbols. It's really about feeling in, breathing in that whole energetic code, that light code into the energetic field. Um, and allowing it to work its magic and disperse itself throughout the energetic field and through our chakras and um, into our aura and our auric layers. You're right. I was just thinking with my thinking mind, how do I interpret all these symbols? But again, it's a feeling experience. What's your advice for the audience to, I know you have a course called Opening to Light Language, to connect with these other dimensions, to open yeah. or to channel in whatever way light language or light codes? There are a lot of people who are being activated at this time and light language is really quite activating in itself. If I was to speak light language um, to someone, they may actually be activated within their own ability to be able to speak light language. Um, and so I have a workshop coming up. It's on the, just let me check my notes. It's on the 25th of March um, and it's called Sing Your Soul Song, An Invitation of Remembrance. And it's really that place where we can connect back to our most expansive beings who hold the energy 
uh, and the understanding that we have all of the answers um, and that we are an ancient civilization with sacred wisdom connected uh, and running through all of us uh, that we can tap into through an activation. And so I do an activation um, and allow that and, and create a really safe space also for for those who are wanting to allow their 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 sacred language, their soul song to come forth um, and to speak that. Would you feel comfortable just sharing what light language may sound like for the audience? Sure, I'd love to. Okay. <laughs> Uh, light language again is to not to be in, uh, to be li linearly thought about. It's to be intuited. It's been to be uh, felt through the heart center. And so I encourage you as I deliver. And my and my Arcturian team has just come in, and I've just seen, <laughs> just felt them pop in. Uh, they've been with me since before we've started, but uh, they're coming nice and close now. Um, Oh, and the, the dragons are there also. And so um, I encourage everyone who would like to receive the light language to close your eyes over gently and just breathe very deeply, but uh, quite gently at a um, pace that's comfortable for you from the heart center. And allowing the combination of sounds and vibrations and tones to just wash over you very gently. And as they're washing over you, to bypass the physical mind and sit within the heart. We really, really want to sit within that heart space that allows us to feel and know rather than in the brain or the mind where we think. Mm just taking some deep breaths and allowing that to soak in through the energetic field to be accepted in breathed in loved through the heart and if it feels right for you opening the energetic field to those out to those sounds and vibrations and tones Rachel, that was beautiful. Thank you so very much for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome. So welcome. <laughs>
Um, one final question for you and one of my favourite beings, dragons. How can we connect, communicate um, dra with dragons mm. and bring them more that, into our life? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. It's a really great, they're a great companion. Um, they really come through. They help me with my business decisions. If I need some, some extra help around business, they help me with my relationships. If I need a parking spot, they have that highest perspective. So I'll send out an air dragon. You know, to have a look around and tell me where I can go to come back and give me the, the information about where I can go to find a park. Um, and so really the first step I feel is in acknowledging that there are dragons, that they're not just a mystical creature uh, that were once upon a time, that they really did exist and that they still do exist in different dimensions um, and that they come through to help us in a lot, whole lot of ways. You know, talking to them, we can talk to them all the time and intuit the response. We can feel, we might hear, feel, see or recognise um, the response that comes through. Um, and, you know, I have conversations with my dragons all the time and they are a source of great wisdom, very, very wise beings. Um, and so if there's something that I'm maybe a little bit confused about, I'll ask the dragons. You know, you can ask them for their names. We're very much as human beings, we want to have names, even though they, they are just energies. And, and if you like me, you will see them as their energy. But some people, and I'm still one of them, I like to have names too. So my dragons have names and I've just asked them, you know, can you tell me what your name is? And the first name that comes through for you is the name of your dragon. And then as you're growing your connection with them, Speak to them, call them by their name, call them in, ask them to come and sit with you. You know, you might be out on the water and you might ask the water dragon to come and join you. You could be out walking in the bush and you ask the earth dragon to come and join you. You know, if you get lost somewhere, send out the, the air dragon to find, find your way for you. Um, there's a whole different ways that, uh, a whole lot of different ways that we can connect to them. But most importantly, it's understanding that they really are here. And once we start to understand their connection and why they're here and, and the ways in which they work for us and through us, then it just strengthens, strengthens the connection even, even more further, even more deeply. Rachel, well, thank you so much for sharing your wealth of incredible information and um, I really encourage people to connect with you and connect with their dragons. Thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. You're so welcome. Thanks so much, Louisa. I've had okay. a great time. <laughs> Me too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, bye. If you liked this episode, please do subscribe for weekly passionate inspirational interviews.